Hey, what's up, guys? It's Ghost of God. We're the Reed Twins. This is Austin. I'm my brother, Justin. Hey, thanks, guys, for checking out this latest episode that we've got. Remember, anytime you want to follow us, just go to our Twitter page. That Twitter page is what, Austin? It's Ghost2Pod, P-O-D. Thanks for checking us out, guys. We'll have new episodes up every week on different categories. Looking forward to getting more listeners. This episode of the Ghost of God podcast is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Singer Auto Salvage. Got an old junker, but want more than just scrap money for it? Well, don't be an idiot. Take it on down to Singer Salvage, where you're guaranteed top dollar no matter year, make, or model. But what if you're just needing a new used part for your ride? Well, no worries. Singer has you covered there too. Just bring your tools and wear clothing you don't mind getting dirty. Please, no open-toed shoes. This is a salvage yard. Wheelbarrows and engine hoists are free of charge to help you pull larger used parts. Also free to you is their easy-to-use website, singer.salvage.com. Go ahead and request a quote or search parts ahead of time. And for all Ghost to God listeners, make sure to use the exclusive 20% off promo code BALLS at checkout. That's B-A-L-L-Z. Singer's Auto Salvage, where family don't end with blood. Hey, it's Ghost of God. I'm your host, Justin. With me, as always, is my musical and ever-talented brother, Austin. What's going on, buddy? What's going on, man? Ready for another top five. Yeah. How's your week been? It's been pretty good. I have really no complaints. What about you? Not too bad. Same old, same old. You sound like you're a little sick. Yeah, I've had a little bit of a, a head cold. Um, finally getting over it, though. I'm feeling, feeling a lot better today. It just figures that. Do right by myself, quit smoking. <laughs> and then, of course, I get freaking bitch slapped with this head cold. <laughs> Your body doesn't know how to fight off the struggles of winter without that nicotine and tobacco in your system. But I can tell that I'm faring a lot better because it's been nothing more than just like what you hear right now. Last year, if I'd have had this, it would have traveled down to my lungs really quick and I'd have had a pretty bad cough. So I'm doing pretty good. Good. How's that stuff going? Not smoking. Uh, you know, I just said something to Meg about it earlier. I, it's so behind me. It's weird. I can't believe that I feel as good about it as I do. I was cleaning out my car earlier. I took a trash bag out there and was cleaning out the, the back seat. And on the floor, there were a couple empty like cigarette cartons and it was, there were, uh, packs. And it's just like, I can't believe I used to do that. It's so weird. Wow. No gum, no nothing, man. This is day five with no no gum. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Almost, I mean, almost I like it was almost like it was an effort to continue to smoke all that time. You just didn't even realize it. Yeah, it's weird. I I don't even know. I got that switch finally clicked for me or whatever. So yeah, I feel really good about it. I don't I don't struggle with like being irritated with anybody. It's like the cravings are are gone there you know from time to time it'll be like i get done with like a certain activity and it's like i almost feel like i reach for like a smoke but it's just purely the habit not the cravings so yeah i'm i'm super thrilled about it nice man that's great you sound surprisingly upbeat about it for it only being what has it been two weeks yet it's two weeks today two weeks today dude that's yeah that's big time. It feels it feels longer though. I don't. It's weird. I wish there was more time in between it, so I didn't sound like you know I'm on that new high or whatever. But I, 
I really do feel good about it. I definitely won't ever be doing that again. Dude, that's so awesome. Two two weeks, that's for somebody that smoked, you know, a pack and a half a day for the last 10 plus years now. Yeah, close to two packs really for the last couple of years. Austin, I was just trying to make you sound a little bit better for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, not as weak. You know, throwing those couple packs, thanks to your advice, throwing those couple packs on the grill, lighting them up. <laughs> like, I've never freaking looked back, man. Uh, it's weird. Never should. thought, like, oh, I should stop at the gas station. Like, no, it's, it's never even not been a thing. Oh, I should ask Megan if I could have a, a toke off of her clove or something. Like, no, it's just done. That's great, dude. Yeah, you should have uh, thrown that video of you burning those last couple packs of cigarettes onto our Twitter page. That's, I got it. I may end up doing that <laughs> once yeah. I hit, like, that 30-day mark or something. Yeah, just for on there. Yeah, just for celebration. Nice. Yeah. Never too old to to keep growing. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that gives us a good point to mention our Twitter page. We are currently up to 157 followers last I saw. So thank you guys for all the support. And Austin, of course, thank you to you for being the one that spearheads that whole endeavor. Yeah, just uh, like you said, thanks for the support. Uh, Hopefully... We can keep coming up with funny stuff and keep drawing more attention to maybe getting more people to listen to the pod. We appreciate it. Yeah, on our Twitter page, just for everybody that that hasn't heard it yet, if you're listening on Spotify or Google Podcasts for the first time, if you go to Twitter, our Twitter handle is at Ghost2Pod. Yeah, and hey, just a little background, guys. The reason that this podcast is called Ghost2God it's a little play on the the big bads from Supernatural. If you guys remember, episode one, the pilot starts with the woman in white, who would be our ghost. And obviously it ends with the big bad being Chuck, God. So 15 years from ghost to God. That's what that stands for. Yeah, I like it. I'm glad you explained it for everyone else because... Uh... I wasn't sure at first either until you told me <laughs> and it makes perfect sense. Just for you, I watched the pilot last night. <laughs> nice. Yes. That Constance chick, what a bitch. What a bitch. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's not too bad of a, a title, just something that we came up with relatively quick. So what's it meant to you, man, before we get into this top five? Uh, what's it meant to you getting a talk about supernatural like in depth for a solid hour once a week to be honest it has been it has meant more to me than i thought that it would really yeah this has definitely been my favorite show and to be able to sit and talk with my best friend the person that introduced it to me it's just cool to put put our fandom out there in in whatever way that we can and like we've said the whole mission of this podcast is to keep this show alive in our small way and i've enjoyed that yeah me too as we get further into this and we have a little more complex discussions and stuff i'm excited for maybe some more of the things that we learn just from the the few top fives that we've done so far there's actually been you know a decent amount of research and for us being avid followers of this show I think you can agree there's still been some things that we've learned along the way, even up to this point. Oh, yeah. Just in the, the few top fives we've done, for sure, research. 
even just you really telling me what you think about an episode or a character or a scene or whatever, I've learned, I've learned a lot. You know, there's times where if I'm thinking about the show, I'm like, God, I'm thinking way too much into this. So it's, it's refreshing to hear that you've given it the show so much of your own thought too on your own time. Yeah, I completely agree. Austin, I would imagine that the people that are listening to this, they probably feel the same way. Listeners, you guys, good chance you may know more about this show than we do. Hell, I <laughs> I like to think I'm a big fan, but I'm sure if I, I put my knowledge up against some of you guys, I'd, I'd look like someone who's only watched every episode only one time. Yeah, and I think you would probably agree with this sentiment. We probably don't sound all that intelligent on this topic sometimes, and it's just shooting from the hip. Somebody that gets to listen to the whole podcast might think like, oh, you idiot, you forgot this awesome part of that episode or you completely yeah, or didn't happen in that order yeah exactly doing the best we yeah. can all right yeah <laughs> and yes we'll we'll work on getting to the <laughs> the last 10 10 seasons of the show christ <laughs> <laughs> you want to go ahead and introduce the top five yeah guys today this pod is all about the top five funniest episodes. And for you diehards out there, yes, it's actually much bigger than five episodes that are ridiculously hilarious. So let's just get five quick ones out of the way, nice and easy. And then we'll get on to those honorable mentions and include so many of everybody's favorite episodes. It's almost impossible to choose five, but we'll take a stab at it. There it was easily 10. Exactly. That, could, that was like, I don't, I don't even know what to do. So I'm sure God going to upset some people once they listen to this. Uh, Cause I, I struggled with it. Yeah. We put this top five together and one of my favorite ones, one of the first ones that comes to mind isn't in the five. So <laughs> that's, that just speaks to you. Is it this, the first honorable mention? No, it's not. It's like the third honorable mention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God, that's a good one too. Yeah. I know. I know. I, so. I just didn't know what to do. There are so many good ones to choose from. Hey, don't sweat it, man. All right, let's jump into it. Number five on our list of top five funniest episodes is Yellow Fever. Yes. This episode is what has brought us so many t-shirts, decals, and memes some of the most popular ones from the Supernatural family is from this episode, Yellow Fever. Ah, whew, that was scary. That was scary. <laughs> yes. So just a little synopsis. I think everybody remembers probably the very beginning. It's Dean running his ass off. You can't see what's chasing him. You think, you know, hellhounds, demons, vampires. You have no idea. And then come to find out it's that little cute Yorkie that's chasing after him. And you knew that something was up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You knew it had to be one of their funny episodes. So if you remember Sam and Dean, as usual, they're investigating mysterious deaths of several men who had dropped dead. They have a feeling that it's from fright. But as they visit the town, they go to see one of the victims in the morgue and Without knowing it, Dean becomes infected. Ghost sickness, which, you know, thing to remember with this episode is Dean has only been back from hell for a short amount of time. So 
that trauma is still fresh on his mind. You know, at that point, we as the audience, or well, I guess from Sam's perspective anyway, don't know that Dean remembers anything from hell, but he 100% does. And so a lot of this episode is playing off of that fear, you know, that he still has inside of him from his time, his time in the pit. Just a little callback to something that we've spoken on in an earlier episode, some of the old school art that is in this show. Do you remember the the picture of the, the ghost, ghost sickness? Of the ghost sickness, yeah. yeah. That always stood that always stood out to me. I thought that was cool. A cool touch. Yeah, that's a really cool picture in that book. So what are the funny do you remember some of the funny parts from that show? Just uh, that episode quickly? One of the first ones is when they're in the morgue, they're doing the autopsy. They go to check the heart. Everything seems fine with the heart. And then they get spleen juice all over Sam's face. Yeah, that part is pretty freaking pretty funny. And shortly after that, I remember them going and, and speaking with the neighbor, uh, Frank, the the guy, the first guy that had been killed. And the neighbor has all the reptiles in the house and Dean's sitting on the couch and the uh, albino boa constrictor comes slithering over the top of the couch next yeah, to Dean. Donnie and Marie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I completely forgot about that that uh, scene from this episode. Yeah, that's a that's a really good one. Who who doesn't remember that albino snake coming over the, the back of the couch? Yeah, good good call. Yeah, just Dean's reaction to it's hilarious because it's similar yeah. to how I would. It's similar to how I would be. Yeah, paralyzed by fear. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Another part of that episode that really stands out to me is Dean's excessive drinking. I don't know why. I even if I were to watch that episode right now, that would be one of the funnier parts of it to me. You know, every, you know, once the sickness really sets in, every chance he gets, he's freaking tipping, you know, either a flask or a bottle or something because you know just trying to take the edge off it there's something about it that's just really fucking hilarious to me all right do you remember how they find out that dean has been infected is it when they're in the impala the uh emf reader starts going off yeah they had their suspicions and then yeah he was he was close enough to set off the emf detector proving that he was haunted yeah so, of course, he starts scratching at his left forearm. They still don't know exactly what's going on, so they get a hold of Bobby, who, again, Bobby being similar to John Winchester's journal and the early portions of this show, Bobby is the one that fills them in that Dean has, has come down with ghost sickness. Yeah, that's right. So ghost sickness is when a spirit literally infects a person with fear, which intensifies until the victim's heart gives out. Yeah, what do explain that for us? I, I meant that. That came off sarcastic, but I meant that. <laughs> they realize in this episode that all the victims had all used fear as a weapon. And Sam, you know, as Sam summarizes, they were all just dicks. Yeah. Another funny part, I mean, that everybody remembers is the cat jumping out of the locker, freaking Dean out. He screams, uh, like you said. Many a meme has been made from that. Um, the eye of the tiger scene. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, him listening to that while he's laying in the Impala. And then we get to see the behind the scenes or whatever at the end of the episode where he actually jumps up on top of the car and starts 
doing his own air guitar version of, of that song. That, that's a pretty hilarious scene. Yeah, while scratching his forearm from the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, heck, I even there's so many like just even quiet funny parts in that that episode. Like at the very end when the boys and Bobby they're standing around the car having a beer. Dean feels like he's got to, you know, defend his manliness or whatever. And Bobby and Sam look at each other and they're like, oh, isn't he cute? <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, just even something as little as that. Just a really, really funny episode. Yeah. And what this funny as this episode can be, once it turns and Dean starts to have hallucinations, it gets real for a minute. Yeah, it does. Him fighting the sheriff and stuff. Yeah, but even the hallucination that he has of Sam, you know, Sam wants to take him back to hell. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. When he has a hallucination of Lilith, she tells him while informing the audience that he does remember his time in hell. Four months was like 40 years. Yeah, that's right. We hear that for the first time, don't we? Yep. This episode was awesome because it was a really good mix, like, there's other episodes that are funny that are just funny the whole time through. This one's really good with, you know, it's got plenty of uh, drama, suspense, serious moments with the comedy. For sure. All culminating in Dean telling Sam that in the end, what he saw were howler monkeys. And you and I, we can relate to that, right? Absolutely. Wizard That's, of Oz. Freaky stuff. Man, swear that was... Uh, one of the scariest things that God. I can remember from being a kid, being like four or five years old, watching that with you and just like genuine freaking terror. Yeah. Yeah. Dun, 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 oh dun, God. Dun, I like, I seriously <laughs> just got chills, man. <laughs> I know. I know. And what's worse is being that small of a child and looking around the room, wondering why no one else was bothered. <laughs> no one, man. Creepy stuff. Yeah. Anyway, I knowing you well enough, I would guess that that probably wouldn't have been on your top five, uh, Yellow Fever. Man, there are definitely parts from that episode that I love. I guess I'd like to be a little more original than that. Uh, Yellow Fever seems like low-hanging fruit for a Supernatural fan, you know? That's true. That's a good point. So, for me, one of my favorites, for sure, one of the first ones that I think of and this character I think of quite often when this topic is associated with supernatural for me moving on number four tall tales from season two our first introduction to the trickster which uh which probably doesn't surprise the audience all that much Austin because this is probably the uh, this is episode six so we've probably talked about the trickster and tall tales like what seven eight times now <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I think we're an average of 1.6 times per episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People don't know, but we're actually getting paid by Richard Spade every time we mention him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which, hey, have you noticed um, that they are bringing the Trickster reboot to the CW? Are you being serious? Yeah. Uh-huh. No way. Really? Yeah. It's today's culture and stuff. It's, a, it's quite a different take, as you would imagine. The lore on... The trickster is actually based off of a Native American story. So they are bringing back the story of the trickster to the CW. It's called Trickster. 
and it's going to be based off of a teenage Native American. And I'm not sure all the other details and stuff, but I know that the male actor from the show came out and released a video last week talking about it. And I saw some of the promo pictures for it. Really? Yeah. I have not heard any of this. So huh. just, just a little plug for the trickster show on CW that's going to be coming out. Looks like later this year, but so is it going to have anything to do with spate? Not, not spate directly. No, I think it's just picking up off of that character. What a trickster is. Gotcha. But yes, number four for us, Tall Tales from season two. Fantastic. So what stands out to you from this episode? Because well, we can probably recite it frontwards and backwards. Uh, the biggest part, I guess, that would stand out to me. <laughs> there's so many different I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, lady in red. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. The <laughs> alien and, yeah, dancing. That part. Oh, my God. That's so freaking funny. Uh Obviously, I'd say probably Sam and Dean and the fighting. Yeah, so let's give a, a quick recap of that episode. Sam and Dean, they go to go to another town to do an investigation. This is at at like a college on a college campus. They end up calling Bobby, as they always do, because they're having trouble with the particular case. Yeah, the case just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they... And no matter how hard they've looked at it, they're still confused as hell. So they thought maybe an outsider would be able to help, you know, parse it out for them. Yeah, because if you remember, they first go there because the teacher takes a swan dive out of his window. And so they're investigating a, a spirit that may have killed him. And then quickly it goes to a, a guy being probed by an alien you know, and an alien sighting again and again. And again. <laughs> again. <laughs> yes. And so around every turn, there's some new type of lore that's being thrown at them. So they're just a step behind the entire way. And so they call in Bobby to get a fresh perspective on the whole, the whole thing. Yeah. It doesn't take Bobby too long to figure out like, you know, you guys are obviously missing the biggest clue. Uh, similar to the yellow fever episode we were just talking about where one or both of the boys is the biggest clue in the case they're arguing and fighting clearly they're being played against each other yeah which is some of the the funniest parts from the episode of course sam and his computer getting pissed at dean that <laughs> dean is looking up busty asian beauties and then of course the the computer ends up getting lost and then for for Dean getting pissed at Sam for what he thinks was Sam letting out all the air in the tires of the Impala going to damage his rim, going to damage his rims. <laughs> what's uh what's one of your favorite funny parts from that episode? Man, I think of, you know, the purple nurples. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> one is really freaking funny. Just how the, how Sam and Dean just go back and forth the way that they remember the story and just the discrepancies between the two's recollection of these stories. It's just so funny. It, it's so Sam and Dean. Yeah. The way that Dean tells uh, Sam, you know, having that like heart to heart with the, the kid on campus and how he puts his arms around him. And he's like, you know, it says that whole, like, 
you're just you're too precious for this world that like that's so that that's such an accurate description of James' character i didn't say that oh dude you're always saying crap like that (laughs) that was one of the first times where it felt kind of meta (laughs) Uh, yeah for sure (laughs) dude dude you mind not eating on my bed no i don't mind how's your research going you know how it's going dean slow just the back and forth banter of dean eating on sam's bed sam not having this computer and bitching that he's got to read books dude us being twins and sharing a a room all through you know all through senior year like how could you and i not relate to this episode there's just those times where no matter how much you like the other one you just can't help but bicker and bitch at each other yeah absolutely so it was really, really easy to relate to that, and it, you know, made that episode that much more funny to me. I mean, Austin, me thinking of you and your prom date, the visual I had was very different from your recollection, similar to Dean when he was hitting on the drunk chick. Yeah, the chick who has to swallow her vomit. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah, right. that's what I saw of your your prom date, and then right. you envisioned her in some black ball gown. <laughs> yeah, very, very, very different. All right. And of course, like we've said before, the introduction of the trickster, Richard Spade. He's a janitor in the beginning, just a regular, unassuming character. And as the episode progresses, the boys with Bobby Sell put together that he's the only character that has a connection to all the victims. Right. They did a really good job picking somebody that I just remember watching it the first time. It didn't stand out to me that he was going, we'd see him later on. No way. And even like later on in the episode. Right. And that's just because we haven't seen any of the things that Richard Spade has been in. Yeah. Fair point. I would imagine if I had seen Jericho or some of the other shows that he's been in. Was he in that show? Was it him or was it Rob Benedict that was in Jericho? Oh, I have no idea. He may have been. I I want to say it's Richard Spade. It probably was. But had we seen something like that, it would have been like, ah, yeah, he's not just a background character, but had never seen it, so he fit right in to me. (laughs) Yeah, good point. We see in this episode that the trickster was getting all of his ideas for these pranks from the news rag that he was reading alien abductions and alligators oh yeah you're right i forgot that that's where he was getting this inspiration yeah yeah just a really fun character that they introduce early on and kudos to them for figuring out a way to bring him back and make him such a meaningful character further down the road definitely this was the beginning for me with dean where he's able to appreciate (laughs) behaviors from even bad guys. I love how he said to the trickster multiple times, like, I got to admit, I I like this this guy's style. I like this guy's style. Yeah. Yeah. I always appreciated that too, for sure. Yeah. The trickster trying to serve up a couple hot ladies to him at the end as a peace offering, give him enough time for the trickster to travel on down the road to the next town. Yeah. He almost went for it too. Almost, yeah. But yeah, I'd I'd say the brothers feuding it's just such a memorable part of that episode and big reason why it had to be on, on my top five list. Yeah, I love it. And again, it has 
the trickster and Richard Spate Jr. And it's one of the it's one of the episodes that everybody knows. So absolutely good number four, man. Before we move on to number three, Austin, how about we take a moment for a commercial break? We'll be right back after this break. This commercial break is brought to you by The Mystery Spot. When you think vacationing in Florida, sure, Orlando, Miami, and Daytona are the first destinations that may come to mind. But this year, try thinking outside the box and set your GPS to Broward County. Go ahead and let yourself get caught up in the heat of the moment of this action-packed little town. In the center of this bustling borough, you'll find an attraction that will leave your head spinning. The Mystery Spot. Ever heard of the Bermuda Triangle? Or the Oregon Vortex? Well, the mystery spot is synonymous with the unexplained. The Hasselback Report ranks this house of enigma as the number one must-see for under $10 space-time bender in the panhandle of the Sunshine State. Is that ball really rolling uphill? You bet it is. How is that living room furniture on the ceiling? Because the laws of physics are the only thing that don't have a ticket to this twilight zone. Thanks to the Carbiac family, secrets are being exposed every day. Guided tours are now available Tuesday through Saturday. But be warned. Time does not act the way you're used to here. Along with this amusement center, Broward County also offers affordable lodging and fine dining. Ask for the Tuesday special. Make this year's family vacation one you'll never forget. The mystery spot. Where you'll want to relive every day. <laughs> that was really good. All right, Austin. So back to the list. Number three. Number three on the top five funniest episodes is going to be one of the fan favorites, the mystery spot from season three. And as everybody knows, we've already talked at length about this episode. It's fantastic. If you're a Supernatural fan, everybody knows the mystery spot. Groundhog's Day episode. Sam and Dean investigate the disappearance of a man who went missing at a tourist location. Yada, yada, yada. I don't know if anybody has ever heard of the song in the heat of the moment by Asia. <laughs> but if you recall, that was a prominent song in this episode. Rise and shine, Sammy. Ah, oh, man. Such a good, good episode. I mean, like we talked previously, it's one of the, one of the episodes that feels like a movie a lot longer than just, you know, the 42 minute runtime for sure. They pack so much into that episode. Have you heard the, the most recent podcast that uh, Rosenbaum did with Tom Welling. Yeah. Yeah, I did a couple weeks ago. The part where Rosenbaum, he starts telling a funny story about whenever he got a script on Smallville and he realized he was going to play multiple characters. And so he goes to, he goes to Tom and he's like, dude, 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 guess what? I am, I'm playing more than one character. So I'm getting paid twice for this episode. And he's like, Tom's like, yeah. I don't think that's how it works, man. <laughs> At, I don't know why but that makes me think of the boys in this episode. Cause it's like, it's like Dean plays so many different characters. He's playing a character that's going to die every time he's on the screen, but then he's also playing a character who has no idea that he's being completely screwed with. Definitely completely oblivious to it. Yeah. So since we've gone so deep into this episode and previous podcast that we've done what are some of the highlights for you on on how dean dies in this episode because it's estimated that he dies some 106 times or whatever uh let's see we've got to do bad tacos 
the slipping in the shower things really fucking funny too. Oh my god, yeah. I have that same issue with the shower at my <laughs> house, and so you know, every time that like I slide and almost rip my groin in half, I think of that episode. Awesome, <laughs> man. I love whenever Sam's getting fed up with Dean dying, and so he decides that he's taking Dean back to the mystery spot and he's going to tear the place apart brick by brick. And so he's got Mr. Carbiac tied to the chair. His mouth is duct taped and stuff. And <laughs> Place is torn up pretty good, dude. <laughs> yeah, and Dean's just looking at Mr. Carbiac like, yeah, <laughs> sorry, man. And he's like, okay, okay, Sam, I think we got it. And he goes to take the ax from him and you just see Carbiac's face get splattered with blood and... <laughs> god you're right that's that's easily one of the funniest ones yeah uh, god dang there's so many funny ones. the one with the dog i don't think a lot of people saw that coming uh, <laughs> that's getting attacked by the golden retriever that was pretty good yes that was hilarious really all of them except for the first and the last ones were funny him getting shot the first time i don't think anyone probably laughed and then uh yeah that was him that was pretty brutal, actually. Yeah, and, then, and then getting shot by uh, the guy robbing him at the Impala. I don't think anyone thought that was funny either. But everything in between was hilarious. It was, yeah. And like we talked in the last go-around about this episode, it's just as funny. Jared's patience evaporating as it goes and getting more and more pissed and his reaction to the waitress that continues to come I was to gonna the say, table every back, Tuesday. <laughs> his back and forth with that waitress is really that episode. So freaking funny. Oh my and god. Towards the end, it's like he's like, just get the fuck away almost with his <laughs> attitude towards her. <laughs> yeah. You know, Doris, why don't you <laughs> why don't you log in a few more hours at the archery range? Because you're a terrible shot. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> this one of the many times in the episode where makes you think how many times did dean die (laughs) but you know another episode with the trickster just spate making another appearance on this list i think you i think you teased early on into doing this podcast that once we got to the funny stuff that we would probably see you know a lot of these same episodes come up and a lot of these same actors like richard spate come up yeah, for sure. I doubt anyone expects any less. I guess that's a pretty good recap, man. Number two on the top five list of funniest episodes from Supernatural is Bad Day at Black Rock from season three. Again, they're throwing a hundred during season three, man. Yeah, they are. That was a fantastic season like we've talked about before. As sad as the writer strike was, they threw nothing but heaters on this season. Yeah. This episode starts with, you know, Sam and Dean riding around in the Apollo, get a call and realize it's one of their dad's old cell phones that Dean keeps charged up and it's in the glove box. And, you know, Sam answers it, finds out there's been a break in at one of their dad's storage lockers that they didn't even know about. Didn't know anything about it outside of Buffalo. So they hightail it up there, you know, realize there's only one thing that's missing, you know, all the ammo and weapons and everything is still in the storage unit and the only thing missing is what looks like some kind of a box yeah correct and guys if you've listened to some of the sponsors and advertisements that we have on this podcast you've probably heard the advertisements about austin's 
friend Edgar Casey giving him the Christmas presents. Yeah, it's straight from this episode. Uh, there's so many fun small parts of this episode. Yeah, in this episode, again, Bobby advises Sam and Dean to be careful because this rabbit's foot that they're tracking down is incredibly dangerous. And if you guys remember, all the while through this episode, Sam and Dean are also being hunted down by Gordon and his sidekick. That's right. Wasn't it Bobby uh, who built those curse boxes for John? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. But yeah, yeah you're right. The, the bad guy in this episode is Gordon Walker. He sends out his crazy friends to, to hunt down Sam and kill him because he thinks Sam's the Antichrist. So that that's going on all the while that the boys are trying to track down this rabbit's foot. You know, yeah. Do you remember how Gordon's minion and and buddy actually catch on to where the boys are at hell yeah man they're they're trying to find a good place to eat at so they pull up biggerson's web uh, biggerson's website that's right they they win some some drawing or something like that and get free meals at, at biggerson's and so their picture gets put online <laughs> yeah it's like free meals for a year or something like that yeah, yeah. What are some of the funny things that stand out to you in this episode? Damn. You know, I made a note that the entire time Sam has the rabbit's foot, it's all funny. And the (laughs) entire time that he has lost the rabbit's foot is just as funny, if not more funny. Desperate Sam cracks me up. I don't know. There's something about Jared's acting that just really gets me. But I mean, even just, again, just small moments like... uh, (laughs) (laughs) like sam's on the phone with bobby and he looks down and he moves a newspaper out of the way and he he pulls up a a gold rolex and shows it to dean and like (laughs) dean's off in the distance he doesn't even say anything he just gives him a awesome look like there's so many funny little moments like that in this episode oh yeah i mean when sam realizes that he stepped in gum and he's, he's standing over the storm grate trying to scrape the piece of gum off of the bottom of his shoe. And he accidentally kicks his shoe off into the storm drain. And you hear it hit the water. Yes. <laughs> I lost my shoe. Yeah. And also just as funny is, of course, Dean being Dean, when Sam has a good luck, he's just trying to get his brother to scratch off the lottery tickets. Yeah. Con man trying to con. You know, like you said, Sam ends up losing the – foot bobby lets him know like hey man when you have the foot your luck is so good you know you get a a hot streak good enough to beat the devil but once you lose that foot it turns so quickly that you're dead inside a week and so that's what the boys are up against yeah if you remember the way the episode starts i mean it was straight out of the final destinations movie that's a yeah a great comp you're right the bald guy (laughs) <laughs> ends up putting the dishes away and in, in his sink and he slips and falls back in that i don't even know what the hell that utensil that, is goes. that utensil that no one knows what it is yeah i know what you're talking about like the yeah. two songs <laughs> exactly goes straight through the dude's head oh you know we find out that it's bella who hires these uh two idiots to break in to the storage unit and stuff so you know, with her character 
we get to see uh, Dean break into her apartment, steal the rabbit's foot back, and he's got all the good fortune. And he does the um, Batman thing later on, which everybody just loves. Bella shoots Sam up. That part's pretty freaking funny. Yeah, that was hilarious. And then, of course, the way Dean is able to trick Bella at the end, and once he gets her to catch the rabbit's foot, they're able to trap her and... Well, they, they're all on the same page that they've got to destroy it, so they burn it over the fire. Yeah, that's actually what happened, right? <laughs> God. But yeah, there's just so many hilarious things from that episode. Like, we really could go scene by scene and breaking that thing down if we wanted to. But in the uh, interest of saving time, let's go ahead and move to a number one on our list of top funny, uh, top five funniest episodes, and that would be Changing Channels. From season five. And this is no longer the trickster, my friends. This is Gabriel. Man, good old Richard Spade. Three spots out of the top five. Uh, (laughs) That's that's pretty impressive. Yes, and of course, number one of Richard Spade on our list would be from season five. Yeah, the boys are listening over the police scanner. They hear a call go out, so they head to the location and... Once they get there, they realize that something else is going on. Yeah. And basically, whenever they get there, they walk in and realize that they are in an alternate universe where they're the characters in different television series. One being Dr. Sexy MD, a sexy medical show. And then another being a Japanese doctor, doctor, doctor. And then another being a Japanese game show. Not cracker, <laughs> Ruby. <laughs> yes. Um, of course, another one being a forensic show like CSI. CSI, yes. Jackpot. <laughs> right. Then we good, the, good one. Good one. And then we get the funny Night Rider scene. I don't know why. I just said, oh, it still cracks me up to this day if I see that episode. and <laughs> That Sam is the car. Yeah, and Dean's getting the holy oil out, and you can just hear Sam. Uh, Dean, that, that feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in this episode, through all those funny different versions and sitcoms, the boys realize the only way to get out of this world is to play along and become the characters that they are supposed to be in these shows, which is Gabriel's way telling Sam and Dean and teaching them the lesson that they must play their roles. Play the roles that destiny has chosen. Nice. Yes. Yes. I'll cut what I said and keep that because that's great. (laughs) I know this is our number one on this list, but I feel like we shouldn't get too far into it just because I I would imagine this is probably going to be an episode that we devote a full pod to at some point down the road. I hope um, so. Yeah, I, it, I feel like it deserves it. There's just so many. I mean, every scene is really, really good in it. You yeah. know, and it's one of those funny episodes that also really moves the plot of this season along too. You know, it's not one of those that distracts in any kind of way. Definitely, man. And Austin, I don't know if you remember the lineup of this season, but dude, as far as our honorable mentions go, the episode before changing channels is the curious case of Dean Winchester. The episode after changing channels is the real Ghostbusters, the supernatural convention with Carver Edlund. 
Like, Get the fuck out of here. That was three <laughs> weeks in a row? Three weeks in a row of nothing but laughter and tears from Supernatural family. And I, I always find myself like wanting to apologize for my love for the Kripke era and the season five. But, I mean, it's it's little nuggets like that from you, Jay, that, you know, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? You know, am I supposed to hate that three-week lineup? Get the hell out of here. Yeah, I know. And the Antichrist episode was before the curious case of Dean Winchester. And Abandon All Hope is after the real Ghostbusters. Like, I mean, what do you do with season five? Like, Oh, my God. I'm like a freaking mess over here. This is unreal. I wish we could rewind the clock and go back to 2009. Yeah, we need Gabriel. Yes, we do. We need him for that. You're right. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Listen, guys, if you're unhappy with this, take it up with Austin. Yeah, it's totally my fault. On our Twitter page. Yeah. Let me at, hear it. I don't care. Yeah, at Ghost Two Pod. Let me hear it. I do. Uh, I do not care. But yeah, you're right, man. Season five. Holy cow, that's that's an amazing lineup there. So, uh, so just in reference to top five list of funniest episodes from Supernatural, like you said, that's a fantastic three week experience back in season five of funny episodes. So. I agree, man. We'll get into changing channels in the future and some of the specifics of it. I think everybody remembers some of the the greatest hits from that episode. So let's go ahead and just jump into some of our honorable mentions so we can make sure to get those on the list. I I had every intention to make you happy. My very first honorable mention is The Curious Case of Dean Winchester. And I really wanted to put it on my top five. The only reason why I didn't was because there's a lot of comedy in that episode that while it's supposed to be Dean, it's a different actor. So that's the only reason why I wasn't in my top five because it wasn't enough of the boys. And that's just a a weird thing for me. That doesn't take away from it being hilarious because that older guy is freaking great in that episode. Yeah, that's you overthinking it a bit, which... Austin, if you didn't do that, we probably wouldn't have this podcast. So go for it. Go nuts. I I appreciate that. (laughs) Get lost on the grays. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, Another one, which I'm sure if anyone's got, you know, any issue with this uh, particular top five, it would be Prince Mistake not being on the list. I wanted to put it on there. It's, It's weird. I didn't want to insult it by making it number five. So I just didn't put it on the list. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I think everybody loves the French mistake because it it seems to be kind of the the starting point of supernatural being able to make fun of itself. Everybody taking themselves too seriously as far as the cast, but then you bring in the writers and the showrunners and stuff and you get to make fun of them as well. And it's just hilarious through and through for supernatural fans. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's really good, overthinking it because that's fun to do. I, it just was not there for me because it was such a one-off episode. It had nothing to do with the rest of season six at all. Um, yeah, definitely. It was hilarious. It was just Balthazar getting them out of there, right? Right. And, I mean, it makes me think of that. Uh, is it Time is on My Side episode? No. Uh, the episode where uh, 
Balthazar zaps the boys up, uh, affects their reality where the Titanic never sank. Oh, that that's my fault. That's the episode I was I was thinking that that's how this episode started. I fucked that up. Sorry. Well, it was Balthazar though, and both of them. That's what I mean. Like they're really similar oh, episodes oh, in that way. I got you. Oh. I haven't. I've not seen French Mistake like you have. You've mentioned it numerous times, and. I think the only thing that stands out to me is them going through the glass, but maybe that wasn't even the French mistake. Yeah, that is. Okay. You're right. Jeez. Yeah, there's so many, so many funny things about the French mistake for sure. But another one on the list of honorable mentions, which is, is my favorite. I knew you, I, I had a feeling you felt this way. Yeah, wishful thinking from season yes, four. God, so freaking funny, man. God, you're right. Yeah. Maybe that should have been on this list. Uh, this is the episode where <laughs> Todd is hilarious, the little kid that's got the super strength. <laughs> Kneel before Todd. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And uh, everybody remembers the little girl that made the wish to bring her giant teddy bear to life. And he's so depressed and just drinks and cries in front of the TV. That's right. And ends and up the, and ends up blowing his head off. That's right. And then the the oh, the kid that wishes to be invisible and goes and stalks the girl showers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is a really funny episode. Honestly, that's just another one that maybe we can do a deeper dive on at another time. Yeah, and this is another episode where. Uh, at the end, I don't know if they actually count this towards uh, the list or not, but Sam actually dies at the end of this episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's struck by lightning. Yeah, she flips the coin in and wishes for him to be killed. Yeah, I, for, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, blown right out of his shoes. Yeah, so I don't know Those if Those damn Pumas. <laughs> yeah, right. Which, God bless Kripke. <laughs> After season five, they no longer wear tennis shoes ever. <laughs> no. And Sam, I don't know who takes over for his, his wardrobe is, is perfectly fine, except from the ankle down. His boots that they put him in for the rest of the freaking show, it's so stupid. Apparently, I guess Sam doesn't know how to tie laces because he's sure as fuck never in a pair of boots that's got laces. <laughs> no, no, he's got always slip-ons. Yeah, he's got the poor man Uggs on, yeah. Yeah. But just a little call out, Austin being the hair and wardrobe guru for the Supernatural series. If you guys are keeping track, that's two episodes in our top five list referring to Sam and his Pumas. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> yeah, when the gum gets stuck to the bottom of his shoe and he loses his shoe, it's his Pumas. Oh, God. Yeah, you're right. See? They were just a big part of the show. <laughs> they, they were. <laughs> Similar to uh, Dean's leather jacket. But, yeah, anyway, there's so many just funny episodes. You know, we left off all the, the Ghost Facer episodes. You know, I, you really could, if you wanted to, come up with, like, you know, a good 12 to 15 that are just just really funny TV. Couldn't agree more, man. And we knew that this was just going to be scratching the surface, just the tip of the iceberg, but it's just a fun list. Yeah. We made a, a quick detour. We, you know, we had 
every intention to do a different list, uh, a little more serious. And it's just like, you know, let's uh, have a little bit lighter hearted uh, listen for the week. Yeah, just with all the serious stuff that's going on in the world, pandemic, inaugurations, that's not what you guys need to pass the time, right? We just wanted to come up with a list that was fun and lighthearted and entertaining. And, you know, if you guys disagree with some of it, good. Jump on Twitter. Tell us what you disagree with. That's fine. I'll be a sheeple. Whatever direction you want to point us in, we'll go. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the idea was just to start a little bit of conversation, uh, put a smile on your face, remind you of some episodes that maybe you hadn't thought about as much recently. Um, For sure. Just just a good time, you know, all, all around. Yeah, that's right. And Austin, I'm really, really looking forward to our list next week you're going to tell us what it you're going to tell everybody what it is no no just keep an eye out on our twitter page guys and and you'll see what it is but i'm definitely looking forward to next week's list and i've already started on the research i don't know about you i have yep yeah this is one that it needed a couple weeks uh worth of prep yeah absolutely that's one thing that you guys uh, hopefully will find out about us that we're not going to shortchange any episode. If it, if we didn't put in the appropriate amount of prep for it, we're going to scrap it and we're going to move on to something else. Uh, it's just a passion project for us, but nonetheless, we, we still want it to be the best that we can make it. For sure. Austin, man, good work. I love, love your contributions to the list and the insights and opinions on the episodes and some of the behind the scenes stuff, which, I will take that opportunity to mention the number one honorable mention on our top five list of funniest episodes from Supernatural has to be the gag reels from all 15 seasons of this show. This show has been so great to all the fans over the years with all the hilarious episodes from the writers, but it has been equally satisfying for fans to wait for the end of every season and jump on YouTube and watch that gag reel before the box set comes out. Justin, you blow me away. (laughs) (laughs) My gold star award that I'm going to be handing out for every episode moving forward goes to you. I'm really proud of you for bringing that up. That's such a good, during all the prep for this top five, it didn't even freaking cross my mind, but that's what sets a show like this apart from all the others. I mean, there's just no other show that you get to see all the actors enjoy it so much like you do in Supernatural. I mean, everybody waits for the that gag reel every year. I, I can still vividly remember like after season nine, waiting oh my God, for season yes. nine gag reel. So yeah, you're right, man. Good way to bring that up because who who isn't a huge fan of the gag reel who hasn't gone to youtube on a saturday night when there's shit else to do (laughs) who hasn't gone and looked up one of the season's gag reels or all of them compiled into one video hell yeah man i remember watching the one (laughs) of dean sitting on top of his his trailer with the headband on and uh he's meditating and he catches the fly when when his eyes are closed and and that epi- 
And that <laughs> gag reel, Sam is taking himself and his hair so seriously. And when the car explodes and catches on fire and his hair catches on fire whenever he's running out of the warehouse. <laughs> I don't think there's been anything funnier than Misha getting pulled aside by that one producer in the trailer going over. <laughs> he owes the studio like $25,000 and they're not, they're not willing to accept any many more personal checks from him <laughs> some of the funniest shit i've ever seen i remember but, when you you first pointed out that that first like spoof thing that they did i, I watched it on youtube and i thought it was real so yeah i mean the acting was fantastic it was really funny yeah what about the uh the two hillywood spoofs that they've done have you seen those on youtube have they done two of them i, I know of the I know the one that you pointed out to me not too not too long ago. So so the first Hollywood spoof that they did was to um, Taylor Swift. Did you watch that guess, one? No, I guess I haven't seen that. Oh one. my god, that one's great because it's when Dean has the mark of Cain. Oh, I have to check that out because I've I've only seen yeah, the Ghostbuster one. It's to the uh, players gonna hate. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, that's great. Yes, at the end of that that one, um, Jensen, Ackles, and Jared come on and they dance and stuff for it. They they didn't actually play a part in the spoof like they did the second one. But yes, the the second spoof by the the Hillywood girls is uh, the Ghostbusters spoof of Supernatural. They're yeah, bringing on Kevin. That was that was a pretty good one. Yeah, for sure. It was it was awesome. Just a little more content that everybody can find on YouTube. That is super funny and just for the fans nobody's getting paid for it it's just for the love of the fans and the cast of the show it's just awesome yeah what's not to love about all those guys and never took themselves too serious and you know all that behind the scenes stuff like always made you feel like wow they're enjoying this ride just as much as we are and it seems like if anyone did take themselves too seriously they just wrote it into the next gag reel very good point yeah but man i appreciate your effort good time lots of fun and i'm looking forward to chopping this up and getting it posted and getting some of the feedback from everybody throughout the week and and coming back next week and chatting up with you some more on the next top five yeah man as always thanks for taking the time during your your busy week to sit down and do this it's uh definitely one of the highlights for me i always enjoy getting to hear what you think about the show man Absolutely. Hey guys, just remember in the beginning, Chuck created sound and in the end, he created this podcast. Thanks for listening to another episode. Make sure to check us out on Twitter. Remember guys, our Twitter handle is at ghost to pod P O D. If you find something on there that you like, be sure to give us a like. Yeah. We always appreciate the likes and the comments. We try to check it daily and looking forward to the interactions we're going to have. The newest episode is always pinned to the top of the page, guys.